And not only that, do it by learning different positions. He played in multiple positions in the preseason um, against the Falcons in their last preseason game. He played at the weak side linebacker position. And that's the side, as most people know, that's the side where typically it isn't ran to as much as the other side, basically. And he's also played and in the middle as Paul Puzlesny's successor. Paul Puzlesny has been bringing him along in training camp, teaching him the ways of the NFL, showing him the rope. So he's a guy that, you know, he hasn't be, been able to play to his full potential because he's still learning the game. And in his credit, he's learning a lot of things that at the moment right now. But he's a guy that when you look at what he did in the preseason, that you can absolutely say he's going to probably flourish at some point in his career as an NFL player because the talent is there, the, the potential is there. He has the IQ. And uh, this is a guy that, you know, is a rare athlete. I mean, one of the best players I've ever evaluated in the draft, one of the most versatile players I ever evaluated in the draft, period. We're talking to my buddy James Johnson. He follows the Jaguars about as close as anybody that uh, that we speak with. That's why I love having him on as we preview the Jaguars' uh, season-opening game against the Green Bay Packers over at Everbank Field Sunday afternoon. And, by the way, speaking of the uh, the Jaguars, I've got two tickets I'll be giving away after my conversation with James. And it's the last two tickets that I've got, so uh, be listening out. We'll run some Jaguars trivia by you, and uh, we will give you a chance to win those tickets to go see the Jags and the Green Bay Packers. Um, I know Packers are being picked by some to be the uh, uh, the Super Bowl favorite uh, this year, James. So obviously this is going to be a tough outing right out of the gate. What's your take on Green Bay? Uh, this is a very good team. Um, as you said, a lot of people think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, me personally, I have them going to the championship round of um, of the NFC, uh, but I, I do have them being beat out by the Seattle Seahawks. But this is a team that they're stacked all the way around. This is a team that on offense they have a lot of weapons that they can go to. And now that they're healthy and they got Jordy Nelson back, that makes them even more dangerous. He takes the top off of coverages. Uh, they also have Randall Cobb that could do dirty work in the middle and just is simply a versatile weapon. And as I say, Aaron Rodgers is probably the MVP of the league, in my opinion, best quarterback in the league uh, under 35. And uh, just simply is one of the smartest guys in the NFL right now. Has the IQ, can make all the throws. And, uh, you know, this is a team that if you, you are modeling your team to be a Super Bowl caliber team, this is one of the teams you look at, and this is one of the teams that you would have to go through to do so. Let's talk about some keys uh, to this game. First of all, for the Jaguars, I think one of the biggest things, and I know that, uh, Gus Bradley and company really emphasized this throughout training camp, and that was they've got to play with more of an early sense of urgency, uh, James, coming out of the gate. They were one of the worst first-quarter teams last year, and that's got to change this year. Absolutely. they got to start fast. That's one thing. That was probably the number one thing they preached in terms of offense. And, I mean, even on defense, they could have started a little faster at times, too. Uh, depending on how you look at it. But definitely on offense, they have to start fast because that's their strongest side of the ball, and they have to put up points early in the first quarter, in the second quarter, instead of being more of a second-half team. So uh, now that they added more weapons, you know, they have Chris Ivory, which is going to help that situation. They have multiple weapons 
around Blake Bortles. Uh, and Blake Bortles is more, you know, veteran savvy now. Uh, if you look at the preseason, one thing that he worked on, or one thing that he was emphasizing is starting fast, as we said, and limiting the mistakes early in the game and limiting mistakes, you know, just throughout the game in general. So we have a much more savvy Blake, Blake Bortles on the side, on the offensive side of the ball now, which I think will help the Jaguars to start faster. And now that we can run the ball, uh, and, and teams just can't focus on us passing the ball. I think it opens up the offense a lot more and, uh, they can do some things early on in the game. Going back to the running back situation, how are the Jags planning to work Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon both from the running backs uh, position tomorrow or on Sunday, rather? As of yesterday, Gus Bradley actually uh, didn't really want to give his uh, show his hand in terms of what he's going to do there. Um, on, and when they spoke with him, the media spoke with him yesterday. So, I mean, from what he said, though, they plan to use them a good bit apiece. But he never indicated which one is going to start and who's going to get more snaps and, and why one would get more snaps than the other. He really didn't say too much on it because he wants to uh, basically, I mean, and all coaches do this, you know, you want the element of surprise, especially when you're going against a team um, against like, like the Green Bay Packers. So in my opinion, I would think that I think that we'll see Chris Ivory more on goal line, even though some people could make the argument that he isn't as good of a goal line back as you would think, being that he he's such a bruising runner. But he's certainly a, a talented running back in the goal line area, just not as much as people think. But I would think that's where they want to use him mostly, is when it gets tough. You know, when you need tough yardage, when it gets to the nitty-gritty, is in that area. And I think he really could help him there. And I think they want to use T.J. Yeldon more as a change-of-pace guy, more of a guy to march them down the field to get them to the red zone. So that's the best indication I could give on uh, what they could do with those two. By the way, Green Bay going into this game, uh, what, what's the line on this? I'm hearing, what, four and a half, five points? Uh, I've heard four and a half was the last I heard for uh, Green Bay. Gotcha, gotcha. Finishing up this morning with uh, James Johnson. Uh, of course, he follows the Jacksonville Jaguars about as close as anybody. James, you going to be over there Sunday? Uh, I'm trying to make it feel, <laughs> but as I've told you, I work in the customer service field too. So it's a matter of if I can get off and make it to Jacksonville. So this is one I really do want to see. Um, I do have tickets to go to it. Uh, and hopefully I will be able to see this one because this, this one is one that will tell, you know, how much have the Jaguars improved in terms of veteran leadership. All right, and now let's uh, talk about uh, some of the other uh, games. Uh, did you have a chance to watch the game last night between Denver and uh, Carolina? Yes, sir. I caught bits and pieces of it, and mainly the fourth quarter. So uh, what do you think, Denver? Uh, there's a lot of people saying that we're they think that we're going to have a rematch uh, in the Super Bowl with these two teams uh, uh, battling each other again. What's your, th- what's your take on that? You know, now that I've seen Denver play a little bit yesterday, I don't think that there's going to be as a big of, of a drop-off as it was initially because I, I thought this was a team that was going to be more along the lines of 10-win team because of the questions they had at the quarterback position with Trevor Simeon. So uh, now that I've gotten to see them play, I mean, they've beaten a Carolina team that is still very good. That's pretty much the same Carolina team 
that went to the Super Bowl aside from Josh Norman last year. And they went toe-to-toe with him and actually ended up beating him. I know Graham Gano missed the field goal at the end, but it really looks like they're not going to really miss Peyton Manning all that much, which is crazy to say. But I guess you that, that's also their defense and how good their defense is. This is a team that we know their defense is probably going to carry them. And they're one of the defenses that could just line up man-to-man across the board with any team in the league if they wanted to. So I think, you know, at first I was thinking they were a 10-win team, but now that I've seen them a little bit, I think they might be better than that. And I actually had the Chiefs winning their division. But I think now, just looking at them, I know it's just been one game, but I think the Broncos are going to be better than people expect. And they still probably could win their division now. All right, uh, James, let's uh, let's get a score from you. All right, Sunday, it's the Jaguars, the Packers, uh, from a packed Everbank field in Jacksonville, Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock. <clears throat> What's your take on the game, James? What's your score? What's my score? Now, I, as I've said, I think the Jaguars probably will end up losing this one, but it's going to be a hard-fought one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a hard fought one. So if they do lose, I think it'll be because they didn't put upwards of 20 points plus. So 17 to 21. And if they do win, I'm going to go 28 to 24. All right. So two different picks. If they, <laughs> if they win, it's 28 24. If they lose, 21 17. Yes, sir. And yeah. that, that's the key. I think the Jaguars have to get up upwards of 20 points to win this one yeah i'm right around um, yeah i'm right around 20 uh I, I i gotta tell you i think this is gonna be a shootout um okay. I, i'm thinking something like uh 34 31 and uh oh, man i wish i could pick the jags um i don't know i think it's gonna be a shootout <laughs> i really do and um right my heart wants to go with the jags brother <laughs> interestingly enough um, senior analyst from CBS Sports, Pete Prisco, is one of the guys that's on record for saying that the Jaguars will upset the Green Bay Packers. Whoa! Yes. Yes, he believes that it will happen. And not only that, he believes the Jaguars will be the sole loss for the Green Bay Packers on this seat. He believes they'll go 15-1 and one and the Jaguars will be the, the sole loss for the Green Bay Packers, which I would love to see happen. I would love it. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Boy, I tell you what, uh, let's start talking on a weekly basis about the, uh, uh, the Jaguars. In fact, if you want, why don't we, uh, let's try to talk Monday if you can. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'll be on Monday around the same time and hopefully talking about a win. All right, James. Well, listen, buddy. <clears throat> I hope you can make it over to the game. And uh, hey, put, put that work aside, man. You tell your boss <laughs> that uh, I'm going to the Jags game, brother. I hear you, man, I, and I, that's absolutely what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stand. I know you want to say that so bad, but uh, all right. Well, I know we got mortgages to pay as well, so uh, you gotta gotta keep that in mind. James, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Always enjoy the conversation. Absolutely enjoyed the show, Phil, and uh, love the program as usual. James, I appreciate that. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, you have a good one. You too, buddy. Bye, bye, James. All right, that's our buddy James Johnson, uh, who is a big, he's about as big as Jags fans and very knowledgeable. That's why I like having him on.